Welcome to See Beneath Your Beautiful, where guests share stories of adversity and perseverance, which inspire, encourage, and challenge us. We embrace these tough conversations, intimately exploring our loves, fears, and hopes with a delicious combination of depth and lightness. My name is Dr. Rick. I am a business and spiritual mindset coach. I'm a certified pediatric chiropractor, a holistic wellness coach, three-time author, and a podcaster. And I'm excited to be here. What's your podcast? I have a couple. My big one that I've been doing for a while is called The Mindful Experiment. And I just started up another one called Health by Dr. Vic, which only has like five or six episodes. Oh, very cool. What is The Mindful Experiment? It's all about the experiment of life, really. I call it mindful in the essence of the mind and how we can look at the mind to shift and elevate our consciousness in some way, shape or form. So I just released my 412th episode. Congratulations. Thank you. It's been a labor of love, as you know. I know. (laughs) It's one of those things where over half of them are me and the other half is interviews. And it's looking at different aspects of life of how we can elevate. Mm -hmm. So it's very broad, very general. But the main theme is life, consciousness, and this experiment. Because we're all experimenting. We all don't have everything figured out. And those who say they do, run away from them. 15 years ago, I would have said something different. But as I get older, it's funny. I used to have chiropractors tell me like, the further you get into what you do in this, like talking about chiropractic, they'd be like, the less you're going to think, they're going to, less you're going to really know how much you know. I was like, that makes no sense. I get what they're saying now. Yeah. There's things in life that we just can't understand. I'm not saying, I don't know if we're ever going to understand, but if we can just allow to see, you know what, you know, like when I make an adjustment, the amount of things that happen after that adjustment, it's almost infinite because your body makes 1 million chemical reactions every given second. And Mm -hmm. we're affecting that. You Mm -hmm. have 75, 38, give or take who you read, 38 to 75 trillion cells. One adjustment changes all of those. So there's a lot of things happening. And then that continues on every second. So I'm Mm -hmm. just like, yeah, uh, that I'm just going to leave that up to the, the beautiful design of the body. But even in the work I do in the business coaching and mindset, it's fascinating. My whole thing is like, I just try to grab onto a few things that are like going to be monumental and then leave the rest up to letting the universe or whatever kind of guide the way because it, it just knows so much more, just like our bodies know so much more than what we know about it. Yeah. Don't you like that as you get older, you realize you don't know as much? I thought I wouldn't like that experience. I actually do. Like it, it's freeing. I don't have to try to know everything. My spiritual background and energy healing, I remember I had teachers that would tell me like, you don't need to know things. You have such a strong mind. Stop trying to learn and know everything. And I was like, no, I got to continue to learn. I, you know, knowledge is power. All the things they tell you, right? And he's like, okay, if, if knowledge is really power, who's wiser? The one who has to constantly stress out to learn everything? Or when you need something, you know how to tap into it and get it. And if you, if you can't tap into it, get it, something will come to help you learn that. He goes, which one would you rather have? And which one's more powerful? And which one's less stressful? And what's and I was like, man, is that real? Can that happen? That is cool. Can I learn that? <laughs> and uh, as I get older, it's funny how I let go of more things. Like if somebody says something, I'll be like, you know what? Let me get back to you. Let me sit with it. So much more freeing that way. How do you help people in business? I work on deconditioning their mind when it comes to success, how to achieve it, and what does that look like. I help business owners create their dream life effortlessly. When you hear the term effortlessly, especially in business, there's a knee-jerk reaction that 
mostly happens often. And it's not that the way it's taught from a Newtonian world perspective is like, we have to do, we have to go look outside ourselves. We have to constantly be doing, doing, doing all the time, grinding, hustling, sweat equity, all those fancy terms and sacrificing all the stuff to just get to the level of success. That's Newtonian. Newtonian physics is all about force energy to make something happen. And then there's quantum, which is the quantum world, which is quantum physics related. And that's all about not needing as much force, working smarter, not harder, attracting the things you want rather than going after them. Mm. And it's a different psychology because we were all conditioned to think we have to work hard. We have to, in order to get what we want in life, we have to do. We do this in every aspect. We do it in relationships. We do it in our health. We do it with our businesses. When it comes to money, we're always like, what do I have to do to get this? And we never ask the question, what do we have to be first? Because the being element sets the stage. That's what attracts. We're literally walking around magnets. Whatever we're focusing on and we're setting our vibe or our consciousness level to is what we are attracting into our life. And so when you start to see the world from that different perspective, all of a sudden you realize if you want to be successful, there's not a whole lot of doing you have to do. Hmm. Now, I'm not saying work isn't involved. There is. There's a law of inspired action that you're going to have to take. You know, we're going to have to do some sort of action, but you're going to be called to that action. That's why it's effortless. You see, in business and in life, we're always looking, what's the next step? What's the next thing I have to do? How do I have to figure this out? Well, I have to test this and do this and do that and do all these other things to try to get to a level of success. When you come from the quantum perspective and you work with the law of inspired action, all of a sudden, you know that it's going to come to you once you vibe there. And so then your whole energy is not figuring out or doing, it's maintaining a good vibration. So when I say the word vibration or consciousness level or frequency, that is just your thoughts and emotions and what you're focusing on. You average those three out, that creates some sort of a frequency or a consciousness level, and it's just staying in that state. And so what I do with a lot of entrepreneurs then is because majority of us are all in our heads, especially business owners, because we get very left brain with things. I train and teach how to get out of their heads and use their body again. Hmm. You see, because our body is the most advanced technological system we've ever had in our entire... Humans will never... I mean, we only know from a medical standpoint, we only know about 1% to 10%, depending on what we're talking about and part of the body, uh, of what we know about the body. So that means 90 to 99%, we don't know how all these other things about the body. That's fascinating when you think about that for a second, because like even with the brain, we know the brain only uses 10% of its computing power, but that has to do with the other 90 is things that we haven't discovered yet. But here's the thing. There are things we can use and tap into that we all have. It's called an intuition. Now, when I say intuition or gut feeling, some people think that's woo-woo stuff. Okay, and I'll change it to neuropeptides, physiological response. It's the same stuff. Neuropeptides is just part of the nervous system that peptides a protein. When you have an emotional response, that gets released from the brain. That's why you feel something. Okay. So we know scientifically that's causing those things. So it's not woo-woo anymore or not out there. There's actually science to prove when you have a gut feeling or something that you're aligned with, this is what it creates. So that's kind of the principle then is how to get people to understand how does that show up in your body? Because everybody's different. And then learning how to trust with that. And then from that point, we leverage it. When you're in alignment for what you want to create for yourself, your dream life, whatever that is, that feeling is going to show up. And as long as you stay in the tune of that feeling, you're raising your vibration. The more you stay in that state, the faster you experience things. And then the biggest issue with business owners is they don't allow what to come because they want to see it in the way they want. Because oh, we all yeah. think we know better. <laughs> if you tell God your plan, God laughs at you. There's a lot of truth to that because it's the universe is or God, Allah, Jesus, whatever you want to call it. The, the label does not matter in this state. Yeah. Whatever you focus on. In that aspect, though, 
what I love about it the most is it sees all perspectives, not just for you. It's what's going to work wildly well for you, but then also serve the greater good of humanity and also serve Mother Earth and also serve XYZ. It's a massive win-win-win. Here's an example of that. You want an apple and you tell the universe you want an apple. Okay, great. It gets the message. It brings you an orange. You have two options. You can be very frustrated that you didn't get what you want and you resist it. So then there it goes. Or you say, you know what? I'm open to whatever the universe brings me. It gave me an orange. The end of the day, I was really asking for fruit and it brought that to me. It just brought the one that's better for me. Yeah. I went to a conference three years ago this month. I am a graphic designer, but it had been about 30 years at that point. And I was going to be re-inspired because it's 30 years of the same thing. And Seth Godin and Elizabeth Gilbert were going to be there. And so I was like, I'm in. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm in. But the theme was dreamers. And at the beginning of the weekend, I was like, I can't be a dreamer. I got bills to pay. I don't know what they're talking about. But by the end of the weekend, I really believed that I had to listen to where my passions were and what that was calling me to do. And within a week, I had picked up a camera again, which I had been a photographer as, as a young woman and had a dark room and really loved it. And, and so three years later, I'm more well known as a photographer than a graphic designer because that's where my heart is. And so I think that's what you're saying is that I allowed, even though I went for one thing, I allowed the information to get in and say, oh, well, that's maybe not what I, I need, even though that's what I thought I needed. Is that what you're saying? That's another example of it. Cause like, mm -hmm. even when people like hire me to be their coach, it's always fascinating. They come with one thing and we don't even work on that. I have clients that build me for like a year and a half and what they primarily came in to work with me. We haven't even touched it. I have some clients too, they'll work with me and, and then they go into a whole business change. Like you kind of went through, right? It's being authentic to what really matters to you. And we think that what we love, we can't make money in. We have to go do something else sometimes. Right. But the truth is, is that's your generator. And what that is, is that when you can tap into that, like when I work with clients and they get teary eyed about something, I'm like, yes, I want to go there. And they're mm -hmm. like, why do you want, I'm crying. This is horrible. I'm like, that ain't horrible for me. <laughs> right. That's gold right there for me. You have a reaction to that. There's emotions that are coming up. There's something deep that matters to you. I want to you to work from that place. Mm -hmm. You know, now it's up to you to go that route. But I'm just saying, we tap into that. All of a sudden, you're going to have endless inspiration. You see, because motivation is doing something you don't want to do. Inspiration comes from in spirit, which is you, soul purpose. It's getting to the soul purpose. And when you align with that, that is the path to having endless energy and having, I mean, don't get me wrong, you're going to have to, you're going to have to sleep at night, but you'll be very excited the next day to get back at things. What's a common problem that people come to you with? Is there a common problem? If I said it was money and not achieving the success they wanted, I, that, that's probably something common. But, but when we get into the work, it's so variable. It's very customized because everyone has different values. There is mm -hmm. no two humans in the entire world that has the same two values. This is called the Pauli exclusion principle. There are no two things that are identical in the whole entire universe. And it's a quantum mechanics principle. So that's souls, that's humans. You and me, there will never be a you in the entire past, now, and future of all humans. So that's how powerful that is. So when it comes to the coaching side, I mean, it's really, if there is a common thing, it's working on limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. It's working on their conditioning in their subconscious mind of what's holding them back, because usually it is of some way, shape, or form. 
Some mm-hmm. things are doing good at some things are they're held back from. And then the other thing is getting out, and it's a subconscious mind thing, but getting out of this, I have to do and sitting back to, I just need to be. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for a lot of my clients to get to that point. Some take one month. I had one client that jumped on board immediately and she saw what I think it was like 138% profits in the her first month that she's been killing it since I've had other people who've taken five, six months, nine months, 12 months to break Mm -hmm. that process down. They're like, I can't believe I'm still the same person. I'm just seeing this one little change. And yet my world's showing up differently. You know, I've doubled my profits in the last eight months. My relationships with my family got better. My health is getting better. My mindset is so crisp. I'm so clear and having so much clarity. And I don't even know how to explain it. I'm just like, don't explain it. You don't need to just know the feeling. That's all we needed to know. Just know the feeling because that's what humans are. We're feelers. We're emotional. We feel things. I've been thinking about this, but I don't know how to say it. But instead of being so mindful, we should be more mindless, more heart centered. But there's something about being mindless, about just breathing and just not playing it over and over and over in your head, you know, which is what we do. You bring up a very big point because it's one of the things that when I'm working with clients, I try to get their energy to be at a point where I talk about raising your vibe and I work on the law of vibration and all these things. And I always tell them, like, I want you to have joy and bliss for no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I want to get you to that state. I want you to be happy for nothing. I want you to get to a state of nothing to where you're just happy and bliss. Some people call it the zero point fields. It's just this state where you're in endless, infinite creativity. And if I can get you there and get your mind out of the way and just be in that state of nothing, but be happy for no reason. I'm trying to get my clients to be three, four-year-olds again. Because if you think about a three, four-year-old, their imaginations around that peak of their imaginations around that time. They don't care about what anyone thinks. They're in their own world having a blast. Just doing what you love and having fun with it. And then when it's done, what do they do? They move on to the next. And then they move on to the next. A three-year-old is very similar to a dog. Psychologically, they're very identical. What does a dog do when it's when it's up? It's looking for the next fun thing. If there isn't anything, it just chills until the next thing shows up. When I was in chiropractic school, I wanted to understand the deepest level of healing. And unfortunately, the school wasn't teaching us that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go into energy healing and learn that. So I started taking seminars and workshops on energy healing. What I thought I was going to get, we were just talking about this earlier, right? I thought I was going to go learn about healing in the deepest levels of that. Well, I did learn that, but I also learned spirituality, quantum physics. I learned into the elements of how life works, beliefs, how they play a role in our health, how they play a role in our vibe. And all of a sudden, that's where I started to learn about limiting beliefs and understanding how beliefs dictate our life. But I never put two and two together. I mean, I knew this stuff. That's great. But I didn't put it into practice mm-hmm. until a few years later where I was sharing the story. That's where I started to look back and go, I need to address these things. And how do you shift a belief? It's, just, it's simple, but it, it takes time and patience because the simplicity is money doesn't grow on trees. There's an abundance of money that exists all around the world. It's available for everybody. So limiting belief, change it to an abundance. Now, my mind, life is going to challenge me in ways to shift my brain because my brain's still in the old program. My body's still in the old program. I have to go through time and space to get to the point where all of a sudden it's like, yes, now I'm fully there. If you understand money's life energy, then all it is is the energy that I need to vibe at. It's the energy I need to show up every single day. If I feel good every single day and I'm showing up to get my vibration to that level of feeling good, there's going to come a point. Things are all going to start to work out for you. It's the law of vibration. It's going to work. And this is the whole getting out of our head, getting out of the doing. 
once you let go and just trust, it's amazing how it works out. It's very similar to how I learned to love myself. I was always very negative. And one day I thought about my daughter, how much I love my daughter. Like she could be anything. She could look any way. She could act any way. And I would still love her because she's my sweet little girl. And it occurred to me that I was also a sweet little girl, even though I was in this grown up body. And it sparked me talking to myself as if I was a sweet little girl. So for instance, I'd be on the tennis court and miss a ball, but I'd say, oh, good try. And just those kind words to myself really did snowball into me remembering that I'm a sweet little girl and I had true, true self-love because of, I changed my mindset. I changed my limiting belief that I was only how smart I was or what I looked like. I am perfect like my daughter. I love that. That's so powerful, right? Because kids can actually, their whole design is to help them remember who we are. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's research that shows you can look at a child's eye and it can actually help heal you. You brought up something that's really, really important. I sometimes will ask some of my clients this question, like, would you ever date you? The way you treat yourself, would you date yourself? And they're like, hell no. I I never said, I never had anyone say, yes, I would love to. I've always had the opposite. Mm -hmm. I would say yes, but it's taken a long time. Right. I would say yes now to myself, but 10 years ago, 10 years no, ago, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have either. No, nah, but I forget that guy. Yeah. You brought up a really powerful point because we as adults are really just children with big bodies mm-hmm. or bigger bodies. And the reason why I say that is because we all are children at heart. You think about who we are as adults is all from zero to seven. That sums up our whole life. Psychologists have proven this. The research I've done for pediatrics, I find out that impressions and imprints on the nervous system and our conditioning actually starts the moment of conception in the womb. I mean, there's research that's starting to show that. And they've done all these different studies to show how that actually is true. I mean, we know personality is developed in the womb, not outside, you know, and all these other factors. But coming back to the point where you made, it's one of those biggest things is you went to talk to yourself like you were a little girl, like it was your little girl talking to you. And what you're doing is you're talking to your inner child. Yeah. And the more that we can do that, it's going to be a game changer for you. It really does. When we talk to ourselves in a way, when we're harsh to ourselves, and I'm still a work in progress as this, I've gotten so much better, but it's still, there's still some of that old programming that's in me. It's one of those things where when you're harsh to yourself, you got to remember you're not being harsh to you, the adult person. You're being harsh to the little person that's within you. And if we can see things from that perspective, that is the door and path to open up to self-love. Right. I truly believe that. Yeah. Kudos for you for doing that. That's so powerful. I mean, I wish I could explain the energy I feel from that, but it's so monumental and it's a game changer because now you have self-love and now you can also love even more to your children, to anyone else on the top of that. The more I love me, the more I love you. That's really true. In the beginning, it was hard to even think about little me. I'm the youngest of six. And I had this emotion when I thought of the little girl of my brothers and sisters rolling their eyes, you know, me being so needy. And but once I realized that was all my own thoughts and not really the truth anyway, because they love me, even though it was a feeling I had of my childhood, it's not the truth. And so once I could get past that and be kind to me, it really did change everything. And the reason I bring up tennis is I see ladies all the time on the tennis court really berating themselves. And I always just think you would never say that to a kid. And I really like that you said that we're all just kids. We just grew up or aged, maybe not grew up. (laughs) We aged for sure. 
No, it's so true. And even my own story in baseball, I remember in high school, I used to get into my head so much and I was a good player freshman year. And then had a very pressuring coach sophomore year reminded me of like the pressure my dad would put on me and I made a mistake. And before you knew it, I wasn't even a star anymore. And it was weird. But then I had another environment that I was playing at the same time, which was loving and supportive. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, oh man, we need you on the team. You're the guy who helps us and blah, blah, blah. And they saw something different and they're speaking again, speaking to inner child, right? What would you tell a kid who said he can't do it? So they were speaking to me. What ended up happening, I was an all-star in this league, but I still didn't do great on the other one. There was things I didn't heal from. And then it got to a point where when I did heal them, when I got a little older, then when those negative comments did come, I was like, I'll show you. Let's play. Let's put it on the field. Let our game show. And if I made, if it didn't work out for me, I'd be like, get it next time. It's all good. You got a great yeah. job. I, I get my best here. I'm happy with that. But for someone like me, type A driver, task oriented perfectionist, that was hard to get there. But I did it. I was able to do it in sports. And then, of course, business took a little bit to get there, too. I just brought that up because I want to prove that it is true that you can change your beliefs. Like it's sometimes you're like, well, this is who I am. This was what happened to me in my childhood. And this is who I am. If you would have asked me 10 years ago, would I completely just love myself as I am, that this is how I appear now and not be berating myself for whatever I wouldn't have believed you. So that's why I just wanted to prove your point that you can change limiting beliefs. No, I love that. And you bring up, again, another great point that's deep. It's so simple how you brought it up, but it is so deep. This is who I am, or this is how I was brought up, and that's just who I am. That phrase and that statement, the question to ask is, who has the power? Do you have the power of choice, or does that situation, circumstance, or person, or whatever maybe have the power? Right. But if the power is not you, you're letting someone else control you on the essence of who you really are. And that's like being in a prison. Well, that's just like me thinking, well, if I think about little Hara, I can see eyes being rolled. That's the same thing. I wasn't taking my power. I was rolling my eyes at myself because they weren't even thinking about me. (laughs) They're onto their own little messes. Yeah, so true. I think this was a beautiful conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for the questions. I love the convo and uh, yeah, what a blast. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of See Beneath Your Beautiful, hosted by Hara Allison. And thanks for your ratings and reviews. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Stay tuned.